Warning, this is not your average podcast. We don't do I'm average around here. Boring doesn't exist. And we don't have patience for small-minded, petty excuses. Maybe I'm just not good enough. We're all about getting real, staying motivated, and taking imperfect action. This is The Daniel Geffen Show. And now, introducing your charmingly unfiltered, overly obsessive, yet refreshingly insightful host, Daniel Geffen. Hey everyone, it's Daniel Geffen again. I know it's been a while, um, and I apologize. I haven't produced an episode consistently for the last two weeks. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I've, I've just been... Uh, an emotional wreck. That's the truth of it. Um, not going to hide anything. Um, you know, uh, you know. On the good side, I had a, a, a f- uh, you know, our fifth child. I think I mentioned that in the last podcast. Um, so obviously, that took up a lot of my time, and also emotional, emotional bandwidth. I had uh, my in-laws come into town, stay with us. Um, I had to take care of my other four little children while my wife was recovering with the baby. Um, this is all part of uh, part of being an entrepreneur, you know. Uh, you know, when you work for someone else, so you get paternity leave, right? Uh, sometimes you, you can get a couple of weeks, and sometimes, if you're lucky, you might even get a couple of months. I know a friend of mine. Uh, who gets two months off for paternity leave. Um, I don't know if that's a standard in the US, but that's pretty sweet, right? You just, you don't have to worry about anything. You get paid um, time off, be with your family. But as an entrepreneur, that's part of, uh, part of the package is uh, you don't really get to take paid leave. I mean, you can you can decide not to work, which is fine. No one's going to fire you unless you decide to fire yourself. But essentially, you know, you're not getting you're not getting paid unless uh, you've got a, a business that's essentially running itself without you. Um, and even then, you know, usually the way it works is that if you're not on top of everything, if you're not staying on top of things, things usually uh, tend to find a way to just sort of start to uh you know get get crumble right they start to to break down uh, and you've got to start putting out fires and 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 sorting things out um with me what happened uh to cut a very long story short and i'm sure that one day i'll share the full story but for now i'll give you the abridged version um i had a guy who was working for me full time and he was the operations side of things. He was the operational guy. Um, I've always been really good at being the face of the company and, and doing the, you know, the sales, the marketing, the branding, the, you know, the strategic partnerships, lead generation, um, all of that kind of stuff, networking, uh, the creative side of things. Uh, but I suck at operations. It's something that I've realized um, for a long time. I, I'm just not good on the operation side, you know, systems and follow-up and dealing with customer service and ongoing, you know, um, servicing and admin and the technical side, all that stuff is, is things that I hate to do and I'm really bad at it, really, really not good at it. Um, so I've always had someone else 
taking over that, whether it's uh, my first company I outsourced to uh, another company, actually a competitor of mine, I outsourced all of that work to them and that worked really well. It worked out really well. It's still going strong. Um, and then my, my second company, I had a business partner. And the business partner, again, he was the operations guy. He was the one that was, you know, servicing the clients ongoing. And uh, that didn't work out because he, he got greedy, essentially, and decided to uh, throw me under the bus. Basically, uh, the company that I built up and put my blood, sweat and tears into uh, was essentially ripped out of my hands. Uh, because we ended up parting ways and, and neither of us was, was able to keep it. Um, he wanted to get into a whole legal battle. Uh, I wasn't interested in that. It would have just ended up with both of us losing a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of wasted energy. And it was emotionally draining as it was. I didn't want it to draw, to draw out any more than it already had. And so I made the, the smart decision. It wasn't an easy decision, but it was a... Uh, the decision that I, I decided to just let go instead of fight. Uh, you know, I spent months fighting with him uh, and it was terrible. It was literally like a divorce. You know, I, I, I'm sure, you know, some of you have witnessed a divorce, whether it is a personal divorce or your parents getting divorced or someone else, a friend of yours going through a divorce. And, and the, the worst is when it draws out because the longer the divorce uh, it takes, the more money it costs, the more mental breakdown, emotional, um, you know, breakdown. It's just, it's just terrible for everyone, except for the lawyers, of course. <laughs> the lawyers make good money and they're really happy. Um, and it's the same thing in a business partnership. When you have a breakdown with a business partner, the quicker that you move away, the quicker that you just sever the relationship, move on, the better. Because the more it draws out, the more money you waste, the more mental ang anguish, the more anxiety, the more emotional <sighs> breakdown you have. And again, if you decide to go the legal route, the only one that wins is, of course, the lawyers. Um, and so I, I decided to cut my losses and let go. Uh, it was, a, you know, it was it was a humbling moment because I had to basically say, look. Um, I'm going to walk away from my company that I that I spent a lot of time and effort building. Uh, but it was the best decision, looking back. And then what happened was I started up my own company on my own. And this time, instead of getting a business partner, I decided I'm going to go and I'm going to hire someone full-time. And they're going to do the operations side. And unfortunately, I guess my, my luck uh, hasn't been very good when it comes to you know, having operational uh, people in my company. This time, the person uh, who I was paying full time essentially went and com went and competed with me. Yeah, started his own company behind my back while working for me, and started servicing his own clients with my email, my name, my branding, my network everything all of my resources that he had available that he was supposed to be using to service my clients he went and used to service his own clients and not only that but he was neglecting obviously to service my clients and so what ended up happening was i had 
really pissed off clients. They were really upset. They weren't getting the service that they were promised. Um, by the time that I found out what was going on, it was the damage was already done. Um, I got rid of the guy, obviously, but like I said, the damage was done, and now I had to clean up all the mess. So there were clients that wanted refunds, and you know we were we were charging a high ticket service. So we're talking about you know eight thousand dollars a client. So we're not talking about small money here. You know, I'm not talking about re refunding, you know, a couple of hundred bucks. We're talking about refunding, you know, somewhere upwards towards, you know, $20,000. And I was in this massive hole because now I've got to give refunds to people, which I can't even do because I now got to service the other clients and I don't even have the ability to get on sales calls or generate leads because now that I have to switch my role to operations guy, which I hate doing and which I'm not good at, but I have no choice because I have no, no one else to do it and I've got to service my clients. They've paid me money. So now I have to take off my sales hat because I can't, I just don't have the time to do both. And so for literally for the last, I would say two months, I haven't done any sales, no generating sales, no leads, no sales calls, and what that means is, of course, no money coming into the bank, which means that the business goes into the red. And uh, that's a lot of pressure for someone who, you know, just had their fifth child and, uh, and is now in a situation where, you know, how am I going to pay the bills? That's li literally, I'm being very open and honest here with you. Um, but, but that's it. That's the life of an entrepreneur. There are ups and there are downs. And I think the key, the key takeaway for me, you know, I'm, I'm on my up now. You know, if I, if, if you heard me a, a week ago or two weeks ago, I was in a really bad place. Like, you know, I, I wasn't really, I wasn't active on social media. I wasn't producing any podcasts. Uh, I was kind of in a very dark place. Um, I lost all self-belief. Uh, I started getting, you know, just doubting myself and doubting everything that I've ever done. You know, you know the feeling. If you're an entrepreneur, you know the feeling. You know when you're in this dark place where you just feel like there's no turning around and there's no way up and you feel like you're going to be in this situation forever and you're just in this hole that just seems, you know, like it's going to last forever and you just can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, and thankfully, I, I've, I've managed to come out of it. Um, and one of the things that really helped me, and this is key and this is what I want to share with you today, I got on a call with someone who literally reached out to me randomly on Facebook and he said to me, he said, you know, Daniel, I noticed that you haven't been active on Facebook and, you know, you used to, used to fill up my feed. You know, I used to see you all the time producing podcasts and doing all sorts of amazing things and, and you know, is everything okay? And I, I said to him, you know, and here's another, t and here's another thing that I want to, I want to share with you. People are ashamed to tell people how they're doing. And the reason why is because we put on this sort of perception. We put out this perception of, I'm doing amazing. Because, you know, you don't want people to know that you're struggling. Because who wants to work with someone who's struggling, right? You want everyone to think that you're doing amazing and everything's great. The problem is, is that if you do that, no one can help you. That's number one. Number one is no one can help you. And number two, 
is no one can relate to you. If you're always on the up, if you're always looking like everything's great, no human being ever has it like that. So we can't relate to you as a human being. We can't relate to you as a person. I can't relate to someone that's always doing amazing. Every day they're happy. Every day they're making money. Every day their relationships are great. Every day, come on. <laughs> can't relate to that. So when someone turns around, when you turn around and you say, look, you know what, actually I'm going through a really hard time right now. And you open up, they will turn around and say, do you know what, I've been there. I've been there. And this is what this guy said to me. <laughs> he said to me, Daniel, I've been in the exact same situation as you. And I'm telling you, I want to help you out. I want to help you out. You know, you've, you've helped me in the past. Uh, you don't even know it, but I've been following your, your content. I've been following your, your work. And, you, you know, you've really inspired me and you've really helped me. And I, I want to help you. And I was so touched by that. I said, great. And, we, you know, we got on a call. And I literally, I just got off the call with him now. And I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. And the reason why I'm buzzing is because he empowered me. He gave me back my mojo. And the way that he did that was simply by showing me that I'm not good at implementing. That's not my core strength. I'm trying to build a service-based business, but I'm not a service guy. And that's such an important, it's so crucial to be aware of what you excel at. What is your zone of genius? And the way to figure that out is very simple. When you are in your zone of genius, you're having fun. You're enjoying it. You feel light. You feel like time is flying. You, you don't even feel like you're working because it's so enjoyable. When you're not in your zone of genius, it feels heavy. You don't want to do it. You feel like it just, you know, it's just like so, it's such a burden. I can't tell you how many mornings I've woken up and I've thought to myself, oh my goodness, I, I just can't, I just don't want to go to work. Right? I've got to go and I've got to, you know, service the clients and, and there's so much to do and, and I hate doing this work. I hate it. And the truth is, it's like going to work for someone else because when you go work for someone else, you end up doing work that you don't want to do because they give you work that you may not be, you know, so uh, happy doing, but you've got to do it because you're getting paid. So what's the point of starting your own business and doing something that you hate. You might as well just work for someone else. At least you're getting a salary. And, and, you know, even if you have a crappy day, you get paid at the end of the month. Like, why leave, a, 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 you know, a job to go and basically get another job? But this job is going to be, you know, pretty much all the time because you've got to constantly be worrying about it. At least when you work for someone else, you go home at the end of the day and you forget it. Like, you leave it. Here, you have to think about it. And so what this guy got me to realize is I'm an educator. That's my core strength. I am really good at educating. I'm really good at inspiring and empowering people. And I have a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience in my space. And I can help a lot of people to be able to get themselves recognized and to be able to get themselves in front of thousands of people who are ideal audiences for them. I can help show people how to get themselves booked 
on podcasts. I can empower them to get themselves booked on top-rated shows and not just get booked on top-rated shows, but also crush it as a guest because I know what it's like to be a great guest. I've interviewed over 150 high-profile guests. I know what a bad guest look like, looks and sounds like, and I know what a great guest looks and sounds like. And that's value. People want that. People want to pay for that. So instead of offering a service-based business, which is a done-for-you business, where you're not empowering anyone, you're just offering a service and they're paying for the service, and you got to do the, the work, which is the service, but that's the work that you don't like because that's not, I'm not an implement. I don't, the operation side is not something they like to sell at. And rather than trying to find the right person to do the operation side, which I haven't had good luck with, and to be honest with you, even then, you're having to manage the expectations and you got to manage them. Instead, I can become the educator. I can, I can offer my services, my, not my services, but I can offer my expertise. And that's value. And that's the value that I bring. And not only is it the value that I bring, but I enjoy it. I love it. Getting on a call with someone and helping them to craft their story and their message and their call to action and trying to figure out who their ideal audience is and helping them to to uh, to brand themselves and get themselves out there and get themselves to be the authority in their space and to be able to increase their network and to be able to help them to generate leads and to give them the ability to do that so that they could take that skill and that knowledge and that expertise and they can use that for the rest of their life to become better people that's what empowers me and that's what I want to do and so I straight away I got to work and I started putting together a, a, a package a system that I'm creating that's going to help people to become the authority in their space to create a, a persona and a brand so that they become someone who's a leader in their marketplace so that they can go out and get and book themselves on top rated shows so that they know how to present themselves so that people are attracted to them and want to buy from them and that's huge knowing how to become an attractive personality so that when people hear you when people see you they want to do business with you and I actually also put together an, uh, a, a little guide which actually I want uh, to give you for free I want to give you this guide you can get it at podcastguestsuccess.com again you can go to podcastguestsuccess.com it's a free guide and it takes you through the three steps to getting yourself booked on quality relevant podcasts and it goes through everything the story how to come up with your story your message your call to action it talks about how do you find the right shows and how do you pitch them so that you get accepted again if you want that guide you can go to podcastguestsuccess.com and as always I'd love to hear from you I'd love to hear how you're doing and I wish you all the best and I hope to speak to you tomorrow 
You just heard another imperfectly perfect, powerful piece of positivity, practical perceptions from your daringly dashing host, Daniel Geffen. Don't foolishly miss out on other epic episodes. Uh-oh. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Go on, give it a smash, then get on with your day. And don't forget to make it epic.